it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. I am your host. On this episode, we have comedian Morgan Van Dyne. They join me and Patty Vasquez. You will love this episode. It's super fun, super interesting to hear about uh, Morgan's journey. You guys will love it. And I really appreciate everyone that still listens, subscribes, reviews, and shares this with their friends and family and promotes the podcast. Um, I really appreciate it. That's it. People say my intro's too long. PaulFComedy.com is where you can see my upcoming dates. Uh, I do have shows in Florida and Chicago. That's it. Let's get into it. By now, you know that I'm a lawyer, right? Everyone does. And uh, I, I don't really practice anymore, although I still have a license. Um, but when I need a lawyer, um, and I do often need a lawyer, um, I contact my friend Scott Shapiro. Um, if you're injured uh, on the job or need compensation, you're entitled to payment for more than you know. A lot of times, Companies will try to settle with you so you don't get a lawyer because they don't want you to know all the monies you're entitled to. Uh, Scott Shapiro has been uh, helping injured workers for over 20 years. In addition, his firm handles multiple other cases, including uh, personal injury cases and entertainment law issues. He has handled a lot of uh, my entertainment stuff as well as those of uh, guests on the show and listeners. So, you need a lawyer, sure, you can consult me, but uh, if you want a free consultation from the best, uh, don't take any chances. Contact my friend, Scott Shapiro. His number, 312-648-8800, or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. There are other Scott Shapiros. Make sure you call the right one, 312-648-8800, or scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you, and he will be very happy. It's time for Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. I am your host. Riding shotgun as the voice of reason slash treason, Patty Vasquez. I want to do, I was going to do like a pew pew sound, and I realized a shotgun doesn't sound like that. It's more of a clicking noise and then a very loud oh, bang. Oh, gunshots? Yeah. I just want to say that I I am missing the impeachment hearings right for now. This? For this? Yeah. I'm a big dork. I, I, I might even be a bigger legal dork than you are. That's well, true. No, you are. No, I, I think you are. I'm no longer dork. in the legal world, allegedly. So, um, yeah, I watched a little of it, and uh, I feel like um, you're going to be able to watch it again and again. And I again think so. For the I think for the rest, rest of my life, I think. Yeah. But I'm excited to be here because of our guests. So. Yeah, we're. Ex- cool. I'm excited to do a real one in real life. I've, and I love the I love the online ones that you guys have been watching. Uh, I really appreciate you guys watching as well. I, I love those, but just it's so much better in person. You know, Patty. Mm. Right? Having no, I like doing the Facebook live stuff. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I don't know. I'm in my basement. I have to get in my car and fight traffic and pay for parking. Oh, yeah. Def- <laughs> of course, Definitely you like it. We weather. come to you. Yeah, that's right. Right. <laughs> well, I also would like, I, I mean, I don't know. There's something to be said about you a come real hang conversation. Out my basement? Yeah. I have, I have a therapy swing down there if you want to come hang oh, out. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I also don't like the the uh, technology issues I always seem to have or somebody, a guest always seems to have. And then sure. you have to go back and edit and it's just like, ugh. Oh, I see. Well, but anyway. You should do Facebook Live. I'm sorry. I will. I no, no, no. I don't no. want to detract from your guest. No, you're fine. Our, our guest uh, reached out. I, I'm really glad you reached out because you have some good uh, energy and topics we, we need to cover on Singles Only. Uh, comedian 
Morgan Van Dyne. Did I say that right? You did. That's awesome. me. <laughs> you reached, thanks for doing the podcast. And you said you are very single or single <laughs> as fuck, I believe you wrote. Or multiple times you wrote declaring how single you are. Like there's levels of it. Yeah, there is levels of like singality. I like that's a word yeah that's a talent of mine but um yeah I'm I'm like single in the way that it's just like uh reckless I don't care I don't (laughs) well that's what the podcast is all (laughs) about welcome but I mean when you say there's levels of singality how do you how do you get to the top level does it mean that you've always been single or like you strive to be single or both uh no I've not always been single uh but I just feel like right now I'm really enjoying it and it yeah. feels like the the way to be, you know? Yeah. Why is that? Why? I mean, I know why for me, but. Uh, for me, okay, to be honest, so like in the beginning of the pandemic, I was in a relationship and it was so draining and it was like killing my mental health. And then there was also a pandemic and it was such a mess. And when we broke up, I was like bummed for a day. And then I realized that I had all this time and I immediately started making like a buttload of comedy and then like a bunch of opportunities came up and i was like oh this is so much better than yeah. like putting up a with somebody yeah <laughs> well there's all the 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 promotion i have for being single is the personal growth that you have when you're not uh expending time and energy in another person whether it's positive or negative patty i know patty is in a 50-year relationship right now <laughs> But actually, it is almost half my life. Yeah, wow. that's different. But and I understand that. But there is something to be said about the minute you leave a relationship that isn't working, and all of a sudden you have this f- free space in your head that's not occupied by negative energy. So that's good that you have a boatload of comedy. What made it uh, toxic? What were some of the things that uh, drained your energy? Oh, that's like a good question. Honestly, it wasn't, I don't think either of us were like shitty people or anything. We just had like really different views of like how uh, a relationship should be and how life should go. And it was like, I think both of us were just super unhappy, but we liked each other a lot. You know, like we had so much fun together. Mm -hmm. It was more of the like technical aspects of a relationship that became a problem. So what, uh, how long was that relationship? It was pretty short. I think it was, I mean, it was like technically six months it was really like a year but okay you know how that goes Mm -hmm. um are you how are you meeting these people uh i met the last person i dated in a we were in the same sketch show oh okay (laughs) i gotta stop doing that for real yeah definitely i highly recommend stop doing that yeah yeah (laughs) don't date other comedians oh it's awful And, and you and uh what about do you use the apps or anything like that yeah, I'm on Bumble right now just like because I'm bored. It'll probably be gone in like two days. <laughs> Are you so you said you're pansexual. How mm-hmm. do you make the decisions on what what interests you? Honestly, uh it's not I mean, it just doesn't have anything to do with like um anatomy or or like gender. It's just people. I don't know. I'm really attracted to like uh meaningful conversation and things like that i feel like that makes me sound like such a douche like who isn't <laughs> but like um, some people aren't <laughs> i definitely not in florida i was there for a while oh, oh shit i just screwed myself over <laughs> no, right. no. like it's the first time yeah yeah of course um but yeah i don't know it's really just like about the individual and i don't think there's anything that i like when i'm when i go out looking i'm not like after anything in particular yeah yeah well, what, how did you, when was your, how old were you when you had your first relationship? My, f- 
Oh, like real, I mean, or... I was gonna say like I dated boys in high school to like pass time, but okay. it was to pass time. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Did you not? You knew you weren't interested in them at that time. Uh, that... I mean, I date men, but I definitely knew I was interested in women as well, and I didn't have the word like bi or pan at mm-hmm. the time. Um, so I kind of just thought I was like a little weird or something. Mm-hmm. But I also grew up in like a very small town in Texas. So. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was just gonna ask you. <laughs> Yeah, we were both like, yeah, that no, makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that'll happen. So, yeah, fo- I had like, big football town. Oh my god! Yeah. And it's funny because our team, like the whole time I was in high school, I don't think maybe we won like a game. But oh, it, oh no! You do realize that everyone—the only thing people know about Texas football is from Friday Night Lights. Oh, That's for really sure. like anything that we know. It's about. required reading in school. There is it, it required reading everywhere? No. <laughs> we read it like we literature. Like we had to write a paper on Friday Night Lights. Really? Yeah. Oh. Texas is a mess. Wait, so a you were in a small town that with nobody winning uh, football. Why were people still interested in it? Was it's, it like a there's literally arts nothing town? else to do? Oh, okay. There's the population six hundred forty two, or at least oh. that's what it was when I left. Yeah. Six hundred forty two. How many small. people were in your co- high school? Uh, very few. Eight. Like, <laughs> like I think there was like less than a hundred in every grade level because huh. so like the town itself was six hundred forty two, but. It's so rural out there that the high school really Drew from had, yeah, we had like eight towns that came. Yeah. I mean, I drove almost an hour to school every day. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So you were in high school, you passed time with boys, <laughs> knowing that you, you kind of felt weird, obviously, or different, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I... In, in Texas, I think, I think anyone, <laughs> I think I would <laughs> feel weird there, too. I mean, they'd be like, who's this guy, but... Yeah, I mean, I had a habit of, like, keep, like, having a boyfriend as often as, like, I could get someone to agree to it, just because it kept rumors from happening, you know? Oh. That was a big thing. Like, starting in, like, middle school, everybody was like, oh, Morgan's gay, which, like, yeah, but, like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> this isn't how I'm going to brand it. But yeah. you were... But it's you're, not cool there, so... So was there... There was still... Well, obviously, you're in Texas, but I feel like the younger generations don't have the same stigma that you know, we had when I was a kid, uh, people that were like, nobody came out as gay when I was, but what happened when we were kids is just making its way to Texas. Right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, not, you don't, you don't, if you, yeah, you don't come out as gay where I'm from. Like you just, don't. it's not, I mean, maybe now I haven't been back. Were people (laughs) judge, you felt the judgment then even in middle school or high school. So that's why you kind of, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I like really, performed like girliness and stuff too like I had like long blonde hair and like kind of like would pretend to be like ditzy or whatever but it it came from like in middle school I was wearing like uh, Levi's jeans and a ball cap every single day and it was just like really see-through and it it just got hard people were so mean about it yeah yeah so did you um when did you like come out and kind of like to your family or to to everyone else that you're like okay (laughs) And were I they surprised? Have you? <laughs> or have you? Yeah. This is it. <laughs> Ta-da. Mom? No. Um, I I came out, I guess, among, like, friends, like, pretty much right after high school. Um, yeah, pretty much immediately. Okay. But my parents haven't known for very long. They've known for, like, a year, I guess. Oh, see? Yeah. Yeah. I actually didn't tell them. My mom found my Instagram and just got a bunch of, like, gay shit on there. <laughs> <laughs> and how was, what was the reaction? Um... It was like, it was uncomfortable, but it's not like she disowned me or anything. So that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because it goes that way sometimes. So. Oh, yeah. You have to be a little thankful for just uh, uncomfortable is at least better than that. (laughs) So 
you leave Texas as soon as you possibly could, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <Yep. laughs> like, I think that's a smart <laughs> move. And then you come in. Wait, hold on. Did you want to leave before that? Like, what, what were you like online looking for other options, boarding oh, schools, sure. camps? I actually, you know, what's <laughs> funny is I actually did yeah. the, an exchange student program in Poland because <laughs> I was like, I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, was Poland any better? Uh, <laughs> yeah, honestly, right. weirdly, it was only because I feel like the stigma is even worse there. So yeah. people didn't even dare like accuse me of it. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? They didn't want to. So I couldn't be like attention. open, but like nobody was like starting rumors or like you know shoving me up against lockers because they were just yeah they don't even say that word here so right yeah and then uh so chicago hold on a second go ahead (laughs) poland it was just (laughs) the only option yeah it was what presented itself I mean, I don't think there's a lot of very conservative. I mean, like, well, here, I don't think there's a lot of countries that are like eager to exchange students with Texas. Texas, that's fair. So they're they're like, I want to go to Spain. They're like, that's nice. You're not, (laughs) you know, why? Because they're not watching Friday Night Lights. Yeah, right. (laughs) There's not a lot of culture in. uh, uh, I'm sure there are in certain towns of Texas. I'm going to get a lot of hate mail, but Austin's great. Yeah, Austin's amazing. Austin's the only place in Texas I would ever agree to live in. A town of 645 (laughs) is not going to have a lot of culture. You were going to say about Chicago. Oh yeah. So you how how you so you come to Chicago and you find you're like oh shit there's a lot of people <laughs> like me here yeah it was actually it's funny because like well, I identify as non-binary and but I obviously had never heard that word in Texas uh, I still don't think that's like a word in Texas because recently there was like an article about me and some people in my town saw it and were like what the hell is a they <laughs> what's that yeah, yeah. so but uh, as soon as I as soon as I moved here I, like took an improv class and somebody in that class was like hey what are your pronouns and I was like what <laughs> i can do that tell me more yeah. um so that's like when i like found the language and that was like i don't know 2015 okay yeah so uh you dated people in your sketch group which is frowned upon you've gone mm-hmm. online how else are you meeting people uh okay well i mean in a pandemic I, well I, that's I'm true not. <laughs> uh, before a pandemic before that um i'm like the most social person ever so anywhere and everywhere Mm -hmm. like right before the pandemic i got this guy in a bar to um pretend that we just got engaged and then we just got a bunch of like free stuff at the bar and that was our first date and we went on a couple more oh nice I like meeting people out dancing too. So, uh, so a little See? bit of a lunatic. I'll talk to anybody. <laughs> That's the thing is that you can still find people in social settings. Well, it's, here's the thing. Obviously not during a pandemic. Right. Well, even in, in where I go to other states and perform, they, they don't even know what a pandemic is. <laughs> oh, but yeah. like, I still feel that your generation, there's this stigma of when somebody approaches, I, I think for you, you're small mm-hmm. they that comes I'm up to someone. You're not threatening. <laughs> I mean, I'm, but I'm older, so I'm like a creepy dude. If I talk to somebody at a bar, I, we were just talking to people. Uh, my friend who's married, we were just trying to like, they they were wearing Chicago gear. And we're like, oh, they're from Chicago. And they were like so angry that we it disrupted. <laughs> they're, and they not really, they're not really from Chicago. Though, well, right. We you love finding we each other. Gear. They weren't from I, Chicago. Yeah. One of them had a Chicago baseball cap on, and the other person, I thought it said something Chicago, but it was Cleveland. Yeah. But uh, that makes more sense. But there is that. So people are like, I just meet people everywhere. It's hard to meet people in real life pre-pandemic, and 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 has that. I mean, I see you seem like a nice person, so you're mm-hmm. not going to be a dick to some 
creepy old man that comes to try to talk to you. I mean, but if he's being creepy, yeah, I well, will be a dick. <laughs> I don't think asking people what part of Chicago are you from, Chicago. Is oh, you're a saying you're the question. creepy old. Yeah, man. I'm the, in this he's situation. I'm the creepy guy. No, I think everybody has like a different line, but for me, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I have conversation with like anybody. Like the last neighborhood I lived in, my neighbor also had a dog. He's like an older man in his like 70s and now we're buddies he calls me like once a week just, nice oh. yeah like i i'm but you're not gonna date that guy of course not no <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm just talking about in situations where you go to a bar you're like clearly being hit yeah on. you're either you're hitting on or just being cat like there is a line obviously there is the need but because i think when i was younger when i was your age back in the 20s but um it was it was it was easy you'd go up to people and talk to people that's how you met that's how i met Every girl I dated was at a bar, usually yeah. after midnight, because um, <laughs> that's when I had the balls to go up to, t- to talk to somebody. Sure. And uh, that's not, I just don't see that happening anymore. You, yeah. you say it happened when you were dancing. And- I mean, I, I think, like you said, I get away with it because I have this like this advantage of being all of five feet tall mm-hmm. and being like femme. And I, don't, I just don't think people, Yeah, it would be difficult to like scare somebody. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I mean... I've definitely like been hit on and I think it only becomes a problem when like an older man is hitting on you if if you say like no thank you and they right. don't oh, back they off. Don't get the message. Yeah. yeah. That's the only time that I feel like upset about it. I definitely have never been like how dare he say hello to me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've talked about the situation where I, I was out with my ex and her friend and a guy just came super nice guy came and just started talking to them and her friend was so aggressively mean to this guy that like I went to him later. I'm like, hey, sorry. I like I felt like the need to like, and I yelled at her too. I'm like, why are you so mean to that guy? You were just arguing about. You were, she was just complaining about not meeting people. I'm like, <laughs> granted, he wasn't your type or whatever. Right. He's too tall or whatever the fuck the problem was. But it's there is that problem of meeting yeah. people. So. I think it's probably like a like an overcorrection from like continued yeah. trauma that women experience just like being in public. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. It's an overcorrection. It's a collection of uh, experiences. That sure. Can unleash themselves at any given moment. I think people don't understand either. Like unless you walk down the street, like looking femme or female or whatever uh, alone. Uh, it is crazy how often people are just like, what's up baby. And it yeah. clearly feels like a dangerous situation. Cause it's like, I, uh, we're not in like a social environment. Why are you talking to me? Like, yeah. I can think of one time in f- what's like, let's say 35 years where I, I can remember one time where I felt good about the way someone talked to me, like when I was just walking by. Yeah. 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 I mean, I definitely think all they said was cat nice. calling and shit all they like said that was is nice. Different. And that, and like, that was not like, that was That's just, funny. it was a whole row of guys, Trigger, construction yeah. workers. And one guy just said nice when I walked by and I felt it like I felt powerful and my hair was flowing and they said nice and I was like yeah that's appropriate one time I was like real drunk and I flashed somebody and he said (laughs) miss you're going places and I thought that was nice (laughs) wait how why'd you flash him I think it's really funny to flash your boobs I used to do that in my 20s sorry Paul you missed it yeah. No, it's yeah. fine. I'm not a boob There's guy. something powerful about it. Yeah, yeah. They're, because they're, they're totally disarmed. Yeah, they're. It's not. It's different than flashing like a sexual organ because they're they're like <laughs> sexy, but they're they're not used for sex. You know. Right. So I did it one time mm-hmm. when I, when a comic was going long in Milwaukee at the comedy cafe. Mm-hmm. I was in the back of the room. Yeah. Oh, nice. I got him off stage. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I was 26. Yep. So you uh, when you're deciding. <laughs> 
I'm trying to different, figure different out a woman, transition. Different woman. Yeah, yeah. Now. Yep. yeah the, 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 the message you're sending people like, did Patty just say that? that yeah, that was Patty, you guys. For those of you running. Yeah. Anyway. So you, uh, you were, um, I, now I lost my train. I just love that she said that. They said that. Yeah. Thank so you. other than when you're not flashing people mm-hmm. randomly, um, how do you make a decision on, you said your pants that you're interested in good conversation. Uh, how has it gone to the next level with, with the people that you've gone out with in, mm. in the past? I think if I'm like meeting somebody in public, it's usually like fairly brief and we'll exchange phone numbers and then maybe like text. And if they don't seem like a psycho, they get, you want to get, but there coffee? has to be initial, mm. uh, an initial attraction that makes you decide, okay, this, the, your neighbor who's 70 years old you're having a good conversation with and another one where you think is a potential uh, suitor or something yeah well i mean age would ma- be one and i'm generally <laughs> people in their sure, 70s i get it you know no shade but it ain't for me um uh i don't know i don't i mean it's more difficult with like women because i like you know i look like a woman and so it's sometimes it's like are you trying to be like besties or do you want to kiss? Mm-hmm. I've also sent text messages that just say that because, I mean. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, you got to be direct. It's a pandemic. Like, both are cool. Just let me know so I don't like try something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Make it awkward. Yeah. Are you are you the initiator in situations yeah, like that? Yeah, pretty much always. Okay. Yeah. I just have like no shame. So It's funny or, that you wouldn't, uh, you just wouldn't be the, t- you seem very shy and, and small. So I am small. Do you think some of that comes from the years of having to be ashamed or to, yeah, being shoved against the lockers and having to make deals with guys in order to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, totally. After I moved here and I realized that, like, it's, like, cool to be who I am here, I was like, oh, I mean, this is. (laughs) Take those years back, man. So many opportunities. Yeah. (laughs) But I've also always been, like, a person who has, like, no shame and. Even when I was like a kid, I was always, I like make friends with people in the like checkout line at the grocery store. I have this, I'm, I'm too Friendly. talkative, honestly, I am, but. <laughs> what, um, do, what do you want? I guess you said you're single and you're single is high levels of singality. <laughs> do you want to be in a relationship at some point? Yeah, I okay. definitely do. I think so before my last relationship, I really was like feeling like, okay, I'm like emotionally healthy. My life is pretty stable. Like I want to have something like real. And then I, I don't know if it was real, but I had a relationship and I realized like how much time it takes and uh, emotional effort. And like I said, afterwards, I went back to like making a lot more comedy. And now I feel like I I want to aspire more in my career before I take the time to like settle down with somebody especially right. since like I don't know it, like I might move <laughs> yeah. that's a big issue yeah. right like if I meet somebody here who's like Chicago till I die like mm-hmm. I can't do anything about that so are you uh do you when you say you obviously you're, I always think that people that are in their 20s that get into a serious relationship are just doomed for failure <laughs> i think especially in this well patty <laughs> it's a different time you got again your situation when you're your early 20s you're still your brain isn't even formed yet to have a relationship okay, but 25 and i'm one whole year past that now that's when they <laughs> say your prefrontal cortex is there yeah no i definitely feel like um there are some like maturity issues still for sure like 
I, well, the, the other day I Googled, um, can you give a baby water? So, you know. <laughs> the answer is yes, right? <laughs> no, you can't give babies water. Not until a certain age. Is that right? I don't. I didn't. I mean. Well, that's what Google I, said. I breastfed until they were. Oh. Able yeah. To right. Foods. You give them yeah. like like uh, milk formula. and formula, and if you give them water, you can like they accidentally starve them because they'll be like full on water and they won't ask for food. That's what Google said. I, and Patty. It, it, I had my boobs were always available. I never <laughs> had to think about giving them water. And like breast milk has water in it. If I was to take care of somebody else, yes. If yeah. I if I was taking care of somebody else's baby, I could see myself googling and trying to find out the same information. This is the most you've talked about your boobs. Um, <laughs> In the span of 15 fucking minutes, uh, Patty. May I say that they needed a shop vac instead of a breast pump? Yeah. I'm just going to go the whole nine yards with that. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but why were you Googling whether or not you could give water to a baby? Honestly, I was like having a discussion with my roommate about like, <laughs> she's getting married and we were just talking about like, what are we that age? And then we started talking about like, do you ever want to like have kids in your life? And I was like, I think so. Like one day, but certainly not soon. Like, I don't know what the hell to do with a baby. Mm-hmm. And then somehow we got to like, what do you do with like a baby for the first year? What do you do with it? <laughs> Where do you put it? <laughs> so you you said, know, some people put them in drawers. They t- if they don't have enough money, like they'll yeah. take Instead out a drawer. Like a and that was in raising Arizona. Uh. Yeah, all the babies were in the drawers. Is that why people started doing it. I don't know. But you're, not, you're not supposed to close the drawer, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. You put like holes in the drawer, like a little puppy. <laughs> Like this one's for humans. That this was, one's for underwear. That was one of the things that came across in one of those. Like, what to expect? Oh, anyway, okay. so, um, you said home. you do. You do want to have kids. It's maybe at some point. Yeah, I've always felt like. Um, I mean, I go through phases. I think like back and forth in life, where I'm like, absolutely, I want to have kids. Kids are great. They're so cool. Uh, and then I'm like, oh my god, I never want to give up that much of my life to anybody else. You know, so I go back and forth. Um, I don't know. We'll see how it turns out. I also feel like if I ever had a partner who felt like really strongly one way or the other, I you would just, just be like, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> that makes sense. I, and uh, when you're meeting people now, um, you said you, you send the text like, do you want to be buddies or you <laughs> want, like, do you have to do that with men too? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, for men, it's kind of like the opposite issue where like they look at me and assume that I'm not interested in men. <laughs> uh, okay. So sometimes I have to be like, um, I don't know. Sometimes it just happens, right? Like you find yourself like, like we're flirting with each other and then maybe I'll like say something about it. But, but yeah, normally I have to be like, sometimes I try to drop, sprinkle it into conversation, right? Like my ex-boyfriend. So they know. (laughs) Oh, that's like, that's yeah. Do do they, you know, try to, you know, say things like, are they fascinated by your sexuality? I don't know if, I don't know if like fascinated, but I have dated a couple of men who have had like little like crises about like, does that make me gay? You know, I know. And it's like, I don't know, like (laughs) maybe or maybe you're just into like dykey girls. I don't it doesn't doesn't matter. Oh, my. Yeah. (laughs) What an interesting way to put it on themselves. Do you have uh, siblings? I have one brother. And what does your brother think? Uh, or does your brother know about like how what was it like growing up with him and you know people making fun of you or was he ever protective or not he's younger so you know he's also like just a very quiet guy and a very like mind my own business guy so i I think i remember going to him a couple times and being like i had a bad day at school this happened and he's like oh Wow. I'm like, okay, (laughs) thanks. Thanks for the support. He's like, math is hard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So, um, but I don't think he, I don't think it like any of it matters to him. You know, like I, I, I told him I was bi before I told my parents and he was like, okay, 
<laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> well he's younger too so. yeah um when you have you have you tried to date people outside of the your sketch group <laughs> yeah uh, dude that's like a chicago problem man i don't know what it my isn't deal a problem is. if you I mean, know not to problem. do it yeah 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 it's only happened twice but like both times it's been terrible and i will say like both times i waited until like the show closed to like <laughs> Good. do oh. anything yeah but you're still it. gonna see those people in, in around yeah yep that's not good. No, it sucks. Well, you can date other creative types that are like musicians or yeah. comedy adjacent. Like. I, just, I think I'm really attracted to like funny people and that's the root of the problem. Yeah, yeah. That make, It's that so sense. great to be able to just like, like deep dive into a bit for <laughs> half an hour, you know? Have you dated people that are not in, uh, in like a comedy world? Yeah, for okay. sure. I have, yeah. Okay, fair enough. And how did that go? Uh, <laughs> Clearly. Sometimes I've... <laughs> oh, I'm mean, man. But, like, sometimes I just find people with, like, traditional jobs really boring. Like, um, I dated a couple of people who were had, like, you know, normal 9 to 5 jobs, which is, like, that's great. But, like, the only thing they wanted to do for excitement was, like, go to brunch. Oh! And I, like, would rather I love brunch. Die. Brunch is that? fine, <laughs> but if, that's your, if your personality is, like, going to work and then going to brunch, like... Mm. You grow into brunch. That's like yeah. where it becomes a habit rather than an I experience. asked this guy to go to the beach mi- with me one time, and he said, I've been before. Oh. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? Well, I don't, I'm not a beach guy either, but yeah, I would still go. That's different than yeah, like, yeah. oh, I hate the beach would be different than I've been before. What does that even mean? Yeah. He I meant like it too. Or, That's what yeah. it was so weird. I was like, all right. You yeah, said, we're done. Yeah. You said that you had uh, other obstacles. What are some other obstacles you're facing when you have to date people? You, you've got other issues that you have to bring up or what? what, what is it? Yeah. I mean, definitely dropping the like chronic illness bomb mm-hmm. is always a good one. Like, uh, yeah, it's funny. Like men usually take it really hard and women are like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean they take it hard? Like they, almost every man that I've dated since I've been sick has like really panicked when I bring it up. And it's like, not, I'm not dying like, yeah. today, like chill. <laughs> but when I, I, I don't know, I even try to like cushion explaining it. Like, you know, my body is like rejecting my cartilage. So like I'm in pain all the time and like. I have to take like really serious medications. I go to the hospital a lot, like not in emergency situations, but like just for maintenance <laughs> and, <laughs> and oil changes. and whatnot. Yeah. You know, um, and for whatever reason, it seems like dudes, like can't handle it. Like it totally, my last boyfriend cried about it all the time, Oh, which was like, you know, it's sweet that he cared, but it also was like, like I would be like, um, you know, I'm having trouble breathing. Can you drive me to the hospital? And he'd be like, bawling and it was just like it's okay and yeah. i'm the one sick right I'm now the, but yeah like, i'm okay, having problems buddy. not you don't make yeah. this harder and i'm wondering if they also feel like they're you're too delicate like they don't like they they don't know how to handle you know? yeah i do get that sometimes like constant like they'll hug me and be like did i hurt you and i'm like no <laughs> i'm not I'm made Texas, of porcelain pussy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> relax um and i don't know it feels like it weighs on them like very heavily like they it, they, it seems like they spend a lot of like time when we're not together thinking about it. Oh, yeah. really? Do they come back with like here's? You know what I was reading? I was reading about. I wish. I wish it was like productive like that. I wish it was oh, like same. I googled your condition, but it's always just like. Really? They don't Google your condition? No, that's such a pet peeve. If you're dating a chronically ill person, especially like I have a really really rare disease, like most Google doctors it. have never heard of it. Like, yeah, Google it. 
yeah. ask, ask me questions. That's another one. Like people seem to think that like if they ask me about it, that I'm going to like burst into tears or something. <laughs> but it's like, nah, I've been doing this for a while. Like it doesn't, it's not hurtful to be like, does this happen? You know, it's silly. Yeah. Is, is it a rare disorder? Did they, what? How did they diagnose it? Uh, so it's... So, tell me they didn't diagnose it in Texas, too. No. Because <laughs> I would hate to be like, well, they fucked up. This, this, you don't have that. It's no, I actually didn't get sick until I, I moved to Chicago and I was here for like two whole years. And then the first thing that happened was like my ears got really bright red and then my nose got really bright red and they hurt so bad. When I, I can actually feel my ears doing it right now. But um, they, it hurts really bad and I had really bad like joint pain and like fatigue um and i kept going to doctors and they kept telling me I, it was depression and i was oh. like no and they always say you look so healthy and i'm like yeah i'm hot that's not the issue bro like <laughs> <laughs> um but how it actually happened was i posted on this like subreddit that's it's ask docs and i was like i have all these weird like symptoms does anybody have a clue and this doctor answered and was like i think you have relapsing polychondritis um, and then he sent me a private message and was like, where do you live? I said, Chicago. And he said, okay, like my medical group has an office there. I'm going to send you a referral. He oh, did wow. that. Yeah, it was really cool. And then I went in person and like got officially diagnosed. Who would think Reddit could do something positive yeah. for this one? Right. <laughs> Again. Really take off hedge fund. Yeah. <laughs> Poor hedge fund people. But yeah. I'm okay. Glad. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. I got like, super, cause I'd been to like eight rheumatologists already and I just kept here. Cause the thing with RP is there's not uh, a blood test for it. It doesn't show up in blood work. So it's a, it's a clinical diagnosis. You just have to like watch it right. and like so believe tracking. the person when they tell you like, <laughs> oh, I can't man. stay awake believe for more than science. four hours. And they're like, try Lexapro. And I'm like, that's not it, man. Like, did, did you have health concerns when you were in high school too? And you just didn't know, or did it develop when you got to Chicago? Like you said, yeah, it was okay. So it was really sudden. I actually, <laughs> I fell downstairs. I broke my shoulder blade. And then Jesus. as when the shoulder blade was like getting better is when the autoimmune symptoms started, which is pretty common. Like autoimmune diseases can start after like a physical yeah. injury a lot of times. Trauma, yeah, physical yeah, trauma. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I didn't have like, I was I was super healthy and I was actually a professional uh, like dancer for a while, so. That's why you like dancing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if some guy is not a good dancer? Is that a, str they're done or a girl? No, uh, if they're having fun, it's cool. So wait, time out. If they're having fun but they can't dance, you're still gonna. That's yeah. not a deal breaker. Not at all. The what? It, what's How a deal is breaker? That is people like uh, who go to like clubs that have like dance floors and they stand there like, you know, just like looking uncomfortable, or their okay. friends like dragging them out and they're like, no, stop, like <laughs> just have fun, bro. Chill. Okay, but here's the thing. What? So to me, if you are a professional dancer, you were. Mm -hmm. It would be like a, if someone's not funny, <laughs> and they are trying to be funny yeah. how is that different than dancing okay if they if they're a terrible dancer and they think they're a great dancer oh. that's a different oh, that's okay. a whole right. different thing you don't get on stage but if you're just you like you're funny yeah yeah exactly it would be the same in comedy right if somebody was like i'm sure. a stand-up and they were like absolutely garbage like, where have like, you performed yeah yikes. yeah telling funny stories in a crowd is one thing like with friends i got it yeah. i just i feel just, like if somebody is like well, I guess I, it was, I'm trying to think of other skills, so, but yeah, I guess that that's a good differential. That makes sense. <laughs> but okay, fair enough. <laughs> I think that you should, and this only flashes in my head because you said something important, which is that you know doctors need to believe. Mm. I mean, <laughs> 
<laughs> well, because they get uh, you know overwhelmed. But I wonder if like medical professionals would be a good like young medical professionals for you. Sort of yeah, I actually dated a doctor for a little while. How's I was that? gonna say, and then I dated the guy from subreddit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would have been cool. No, um, no, I dated a, a lady doctor. Uh, she was cool. We didn't have any like serious problems. There just wasn't like a no spark chemistry. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Actually, that brings that reminds me of something else. You mentioned at the beginning that uh, it was technical parts of the relationship was what kind of what what like what are technical parts? It seems like people get hung up on these things of like having to work. And don't say thing. Don't say something early enough. Yeah, like, this is a lot of work. I definitely have a problem too with like not sending setting boundaries early on. Like I'll be like really like, oh no, everything's fine. And then six months in, I'm like, I hate everything you do because I didn't yeah. speak up for myself. <laughs> I definitely that's like something well, that's like in the front of my mind right yeah. now. Like next time I go into a relationship, I can't just be like, I don't want to. I don't know. I have this tendency to be like cool, act cool about everything. Even when it's like, sometimes it's like straight up mean. It would be mean for anybody. And I'm just like, oh, it doesn't even bother me, man. But like, mm-hmm. it's not true. <laughs> but I mean, does it become more work because you let it grow into a problem six months in? Or was it always going to be a lot of work to make it work? Uh, I think it would have, I mean, it probably always would have been work, but it would have been easier to do it like bit by bit rather than being six months in and like already being miserable and then trying to be an effective communicator. Like that's garbage. It doesn't work. <laughs> It just seems like there's so many opportunities for you to who you can date. Uh, what are the deal breakers? <laughs> Since dancing is, you don't have to be a good no dancer. Problem. You just have to be funny. Yeah. Or really at least and have think a conversation. I'm really funny. If you're yeah. not funny, you at least have to think that I'm like the funniest person you ever met. Okay. So what are the what is it that you absolutely is a deal breaker? Deal then? breakers would be like. What if he's a offensive lineman from Plano, Texas? <laughs> Huge guy, scared. 350 pounds, but he's good conversation, relatively bad dancer, um, but, <laughs> but pretty funny. Dance. He did a, he won an open mic in, in, in Texas once. Um, yeah. I mean, That's, my next question in? for him would be who he voted for just because oh. he's from <laughs> Texas, but <laughs> things like that. Um, he didn't vote in this, in this hypothetical. Oh, no. hmm. Hmm. Uh, then I have 10 more questions. Because he's a felon. Because he's a felon. <laughs> You can't vote. Cool for no. what? No. no. Um. <laughs> yeah. I don't like nothing's been a deal breaker in that scenario so far. Okay. Know? I think for me, like big deal breakers would be. I mean, not being liberal, you uh-huh. know, or at least like somewhere on on the left spectrum. Spe- yeah. Like if you're gonna tell me that uh, there's only two genders, it's probably not gonna work, is it? Right. Um. And then, um, for me, like quality time is a big is a is an important thing in a relationship so if all you want to do is like hang out and watch tv and we're not gonna like really talk to each other um it it's not for me yeah <laughs> that makes sense yeah morgan we are out of time right on i, I feel like we could have gone a lot longer a lot of more questions we'll have to have you come back and uh tell us what happens when the pandemic's over and you go <laughs> dancing with these average to bad dancers and see what happens. Uh, Morgan, where can people find out more about you? Uh, I post pretty much everything on Instagram. So that's just at Morgan Van Dyne. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. Well, thank you so much, Morgan, for coming in. Thanks for having me. Patty, thanks for coming in and talking about your boobs so much. Very Yeah. Very unlike a typical Patty response. You're supposed to be the voice of reason here, but 
<laughs> you're flashing dudes on stage. Um, I got thrown at a Wrigley for that. I told you that I was banned from Wrigley for the rest of the season. Yeah, I do kind of vaguely yeah, remember that, awesome. but it's just not the person I know. Um, <laughs> I, and, and I, got th- a, I got a game ball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank, <laughs> thanks for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. And thank you so much for subscribing, reviewing, and voting for Singles Only as the best podcast. But I'm still